Good evening to you. It is uh, Saturday, February 25th, 1053. This is the second time I've tried to do this. I screwed something up. And so there's a little nugget out there someplace on YouTube. An attempt at this same post-game wrap-up. Um, and if you're real observant, you could find it pretty easily. But it's going to be redundant. You don't need to do it. It's all going to be here. All the good, bad stuff is going to be here. Uh, Purdue loses to IU 79-71, this time in Mackey Arena. Purdue gets swept by IU for the first time since 2013. Uh, Zach Eady uh, holds his own, does exactly what he's been doing all season, stays very consistent, looks like the best player in the nation again. Um, let me thank my our sponsors before I go any further. Thanks to Martin Vintage. Over to Martin Vintage, get a sweatshirt, get a t-shirt, enter Boiled at checkout, get 15% off. But it might still be going. If you enter rivalry today, that doesn't help us. No, none of this helps us, honestly. It doesn't, it's not like we get a kickback when you enter Boiled. It just shows them that you're watching. But if you enter rivalry today, I think until midnight, so after you listen to this, it's 20% off. <clears throat> MartinVintage.com, you can do that. After that, enter Boiled at checkouts back. Uh, also, head over uh, to AJ's on Vine. Uh, next Purdue home game is versus Illinois to close out the season. That'll be senior day. Um, Jenkins might be the only guy honored there. kind of depends on what <clears throat> Edie wants to do, I would think. Maybe he says, yeah, I'm <clears throat> not sure if I'm coming back. In that case, you'd have a little bit more of an emotional day uh, if Edie does that, if, he, if they put his jersey in a frame. Um, but if you do that, head over to AJ's on Vine before the game. Um, maybe you'll see Purdue clinch the outright Big Ten title. I, <laughs> I'll get into a little bit about what can happen here, but um, head over to AJ's. Go go, get some uh, burgers, beef, and beer there. Uh, say hi to my friend Adam. And uh, my brother did today, actually. He went to AJ's before the game. It's a good fan. A lot of you guys are good fans. Purdue's fans are not a problem. But let me tell you something. <laughs> as much as I said I don't hate IU, as much as I try to take the highest road I can, I'm also a person with a tremendous temper. Full disclosure right now. Uh, I get very angry uh, when Purdue loses, especially games I think they're going to win. So if my expectations are inordinately high, I get very angry. And I try to hold it together as much as I can. Well, tonight, I'll lay behind the curtain here. We celebrated my son's birthday. You heard a couple days ago was his birthday. We celebrated his birthday. Had my whole family over. Watched the game with them. I was trying to keep myself in check as long as I could because I had everybody around me that that uh, doesn't want to see me at my worst. And I walk out at the end of the get-together to throw the trash away and my neighbor talks trash to me. I don't talk to this woman ever. But she does that. Then I get on Twitter and a guy that I haven't talked to in a decade talks trash to me. An IU alum. And so I've tried to be take the high road here. I, I don't hate IU, I'll still say that. But this type of stuff... I don't talk to you people. When Purdue was rolling over IU, 10 straight games, 11 straight games, whatever it was, I never, I never do that stuff. I don't do it. So I have this weird thing. I want to be treated like, I, I treat people as I want to be treated. And I was treated pretty crappy by these IU fans, but whatever. They are IU fans. And we know what they are. They are who we thought they were. In the words of, not me. So Purdue loses a game. Uh, a lot of people said, well, there's not much to play for. IU's kind of locked into their tournament seed. Purdue's played, and they're locked into theirs. Oh, no, there's stuff to play for. And is Purdue messing around and pulling themselves out of a number one seed? Perhaps. Perhaps they are. There's still a lot of basketball to be played. 
uh, Alabama with their um, gun-delivering superstar uh, looked bad for a half before pulling it, uh, pulling it together and, and um, really cleaning uh, Arkansas's clock today. Um, I'm told Houston's best player, I think it's Sasser, is injured pretty badly. He might be out for the season. Um, that could affect Houston. I don't know. I mean, they don't play anybody for the, from here out until they get to the tournament. I don't. Here's the thing: we can talk about all these scenarios and all these things, and we can talk about the big. Let's talk about the Big Ten for a second. Let's do that too. Tomorrow, I think Maryland's going to beat Northwestern. Purdue's going to have a two-game lead again. It's almost like the year of repeats. Purdue gets second and third and fourth chances. You screw up, sure. Here's another chance. You screw up, here's another chance. Sure, we'll, get, we'll let you be number one again. You lost, but we're let to be number one again. This type of stuff keeps happening. But as Purdue fans, the people that we have been watching them play over and over also see the flaws. We see what's wrong with this team. If you're at all honest with yourself, you see what's wrong with this team. Today, it became glaringly obvious. When did I say, fellow Purdue fan, when did I say that Purdue struggles versus long athletic guards? When they lost to Rutgers. That first of January? Sasser just rolled his ankle. He's fine. Okay. So Sasser's fine, I guess. Rolled his ankle. He's fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Here's what, here's, this is kind of like last year. Jay talked about the, the door was wide open for Purdue to run through into the final four. And it didn't matter. They couldn't take advantage of the situation because they were not a team to do it. Who cares about Houston? Who cares about the Big Ten title? I mean, I want them to win the Big Ten because they had such a sprint start. They were so far out in front. It's like you said, we're going to hit the gun. Purdue's going to get to go to the to 50, 50 yards, 50 meters, and then we're going to hit the gun for the rest of the field, and you guys have to come. Because Purdue started so well, and they went 6-0 and on the road. That was really the difference maker. Going 6-0 and on the road to start the Big Ten season is a big deal. It's a big deal. Um. So, uh, somebody, I'm looking at the comments. Um, somebody said, defend Painter. Okay. I've been defending Painter all season. He gets paid a lot of money. And if I'm going to come after somebody, I'm going to come after him first. I said that before. I've said that all. That's, I'm, I'm consistent. I'm consistent on this. If you're going to be a critic of Painter, Purdue fan, fellow Purdue fan. You've got, you've got an argument, right? It's the exact same pattern we saw last year. The exact same way they wet themselves down the stretch and lost the Big Ten title when it was there for the taking. It was right there. And they lost two of three, and then they tied for second. Tied for third, right? Because one and two tied. But they did what they're doing now. They looked like a team that everybody had figured out. So here... Let's look at it this way. Let's look at the positive. Painter prepares a team like nobody. He gets them ready in the early in the season, gets them gelling, gets them buying in, and they are way out in front of their competition. But then what happens? All these other teams, whether they're built by NIL or not NIL, uh, transfer portal, right? You, like Illinois, you got a bunch of transfer portal guys. Or if you're like IU and you just have a bunch of talent and the talent starts figuring it out, or maybe you're injured, like IU had injuries they had to fight through. Things start coming together. IU looked like easily the better team today, especially in the second half. First half, it was kind of, you're like, eh, it doesn't, it felt like the Ohio State game, a lot like the Ohio State game, where you're like, okay, you know, like I, 
Michael, we have a text thread. He said he was anxious about it. And I said, why? We've seen this before. If Purdue can just kind of figure it out, get into rhythm, they'll be fine. But Purdue wasn't playing Ohio State tonight. They were playing a team with an actual will, right? They weren't playing IU, um, the Miller-led IU teams either, that they had no will. And then if you got them down, they were screwed. But here's what, here's what it looks like Purdue has done to me. It looks like if Maryland handles their business tomorrow versus Northwestern, Purdue has a two-game lead again. So Purdue can go one for two versus Wisconsin and, and Illinois. So they can lose it at Wisconsin, which I think they will now, and they can beat Illinois and win an outright Big Ten title. And you say, hey, right? Like every Purdue fan, it's great to win another Big Ten title. And it's one of those things, as we move further away from this, like, wow, that's great to win another Big Ten title. But it's a mediocre Big Ten. And the reason Purdue looked good is they looked like one of the best teams in the nation early among a pretty mediocre league. Well, now Purdue looks like what a lot of people thought they would look like in the beginning of the season, meaning Edie will be good. These guards are going to struggle, right? But it's not just Lawyer and Smith. If you want to lay it at their feet, I'm not going to dig into stats a whole bunch tonight because I don't want to, but I looked at them a little bit. Lawyer had 14 points. That's fine. Purdue missed a lot of shots. Purdue missed a lot of front-end one-on-ones. Purdue missed a lot of free throws. Well, 11 or 12 free throws missed. Purdue shot 26 from th- 26% from three-point range. Purdue out-rebounded IU by 16 rebounds, and they got beaten that badly. And it really, it's just like the Maryland game again, where it felt like they got beaten a lot worse than they did because you're like, they're not going to be able to crawl back into this thing because they couldn't speed up, number one. They couldn't get the offense going. There's nobody out there. Gillis, you know, where he's the, he's had the best three-point percentage by, or the best three-point performance of the year by a lot. I mean, nine three-pointers is absurd. But the rest of the team, if you, what IU was doing, they're like, okay, we're going to take away Edie. So we're going to double team. We're going to do everything we can. Double, triple team. When Trace Jackson Davis was, was in foul trouble, they literally had three guys around him. So somebody or two people are open. Morton's open. He's missing a three. First is open. He's missing a three. Gillis is open. He's missing a three. Lawyer is open. He's missing a three. Smith is open. He's missing a three. So don't put it on just one or two. Put it on the entire team, right? So it looks to me, Edie is still in the driver's seat to win National Player of the Year. That's awesome. It's incredible. It's such a great thing for Edie. He deserves it. It's such a great thing for the program, for Purdue to get a potential national player of the year. And Purdue winning the title. That's great. Big Ten title, great. Again, though, I think all of you, in the back of your mind or in your heart or whatever, some of you guys have said you, you know, you're not, um, uh, your spirit's broken a little bit from previous seasons, whenever it is. Some of you guys dropped off a long time. My older brother, he just, it's hilarious. The way he looks. The way he looks at Purdue basketball versus football is totally different. Purdue wins a Big Ten title. Purdue goes to the tournament. They get to the Sweet 16. They bow out like they do over and over and over. It's pretty good. That means you're one of the best 12 to 16 teams in the nation consistently. And that's really what they are as a program. That's effing amazing. That's great. Football on the other side, we scratch and claw, do everything they can to get to the edge of the top 25, go to a bowl, maybe win it, maybe not, but we'll be like, that was a pretty good season. It's all about perspective. Okay. But one thing that Purdue and Painter and everybody, the entire fan base needs to get to a Final Four just to shut people up. They need to win a national title just to shove it up their rear end. Everybody else out there, every other fan base, national media, I don't care. We're all sick and tired of it. Tired of them bowing out. And it looks to me like their momentum is gone again. 
again. We've seen it over and over and over. Well-constructed teams, 2018. Haas breaks his elbow. Tough break. Literally and figuratively. Purdue loses in the round of 16. 2019, you have literally lightning in a bottle. You have one of the greatest NCAA performances ever. One of the greatest ever. Game after game. And then on top of that, Ryan Klein's like, yeah, I'm in too. I'm going to play my best basketball in my career. And Purdue gets the round of eight, and they get beaten by the eventual national champion. Last year, you've got a dynamic scorer, one of the best athletes in college basketball. You've got this team really well constructed. You've got a very veteran point guard. Got all the things that look like... Huh? Don't mock me right now. Got a very veteran point guard. And they bow out in the round of 16. The team is built that that team was built by around one. This that team was built around one guy. This team's built around one guy. So we've seen teams that are well built across the across the way. 2018, well built, right? Even a little bit of depth coming off the bench. I think well, Boogie was off. He was he was he had Klein coming off the bench. We've seen teams with a really dynamic score. Purdue's lack of depth is tough, huh? Right. So I get it. I understand people's frustration. I uh, uh, I get it, but it's time to. Uh, it's either uh, either you can do what a lot of Purdue fans just say. Well, I've I've gotten to the point where I just say I don't. I, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, somebody says, uh, "Who cares about a Big Ten title?" I, I mean, I get it. We've seen the Big Ten title over and over. We've been here before. They're going to win another Big Ten title. Purdue clinches a part of the Big Ten title tomorrow. At home, sipping milkshakes while, while Maryland goes ahead and does the work for them. Purdue's got Purdue's 24 and 5 right now. It's a lot of wins. It's a pretty darn good season. And yet, they are playing their worst basketball of the year right now. Right now. And it's a myriad of reasons. Is it because the freshmen have hit the wall? Sure. Well, you could say that. We can all say that now, right? It's clear. Is it because they're not a very good three point shooting season? team sure sure is it because uh they have uh, they, they have an incomplete offense sure but seeing defense failed is a tough thing for purdue fans to watch i think i think it might be the hardest thing for purdue fans to watch so purdue tonight said we're going to take away trace jackson davis somebody's going to be open on iu and someone was open a lot and iu Smartly found that someone over and over in the second half. That someone, regardless of who it was, whether it was Cobb or Galloway or Hood Shafino, they all would hit their shots. I mean, Hood Shafino, if he wasn't like open to say, he'd make it. Oh, Hood Shafino's. This is the other thing. Hood Shafino is a big time player. He showed he was a big time player. If you haven't watched him a lot, he's shown it all season. IU fans who are morons say, oh man, IU's been hurt by not having Xavier Johnson. No, they haven't. They're in a better position by not having Xavier Johnson. They're better. He's more consistent. He's a better player. He's a better athlete. He's a better basketball player. And he's, a, he's probably a better person, too. They should have kicked him off the team. They should have kicked Johnson off the team last year. But they didn't. It's funny. Now he's not playing. And, and you watch. He's, he's, he's going to be back. IU is going to be even. They should be. Theoretically, they should be better in a week or two when Johnson's back. So, mercy. Um Anyway, tough loss. Tough loss. Hi, Sophia Helvey. How are you? I'm glad you're here. 
Very glad you're here. And I'm not wearing my glasses, by the way, because I'm not going to read very much. I don't need them. I know you appreciate me wearing my glasses. I know that's the brand right now, me wearing my glasses, but I'm not going to wear them. I've been ranting for 16 minutes. Oh, yeah, because I did it <laughs> for five minutes before. But I really didn't get rolling there like I did this. This, this got me. So my co-host over there, half-silent co-host, LBD, Ava Helvey is here too. Thank you both. <laughs> if you guys knew, this is a funny joke. Um, but um, yeah, my, my half-silent host, LBD, is over here. He's, he's been feeding me a couple stats, but now he's, I think he could stick a fork in him as well. He's, the phone is down. He looks like he's about to fall asleep, much like Purdue in the second half tonight. So uh, all is not lost. Again, let's not make this into something that if your life is so petty that this is the most important thing for you, you've got problems. Um, uh, NOLM23 says, good evening, Dowd. Glad to be with you. Glad you're here. Um, it absolutely stinks that they're playing this way right now. And it absolutely stinks that right now I do not believe this team has anything or much at all left in the tank. But... Here's the thing that is the great equalizer. Two things. One, momentum is a big deal. Two, teams that haven't played Purdue are going to have a hard time playing Purdue. There's a reason Purdue rifled off so many wins in a row early because Edie is an absolute monster. And when you panic and you try to guard him and then you're like, okay, what do we do? What do we do now? And Purdue starts getting a little bit of momentum. They become really dangerous and really tough to defend. And when Purdue gets ahead of steam in a game like they did, well, I mean, they've done it. They've done it in the last week. They did it versus Ohio State. Ohio State's not a horrible team because they've got athletes. They're just a team whose spirit is broken. But my belief level in what will happen in March, April is through the floor right now. It was not good. And you could probably see me hedging my bet a little bit if you pay attention to this postgame and to my quick cast. I'm trying to keep things positive, but it was not good. My outlook, my uh, perspective was not great starting, what, four games ago? So Purdue, in the last three of five games, we talked about bad second halves. They've played horrendous second halves versus Northwestern, Maryland, and IU. And the Northwestern and Maryland are a little different because they, they were up, right? They were up in those games. IU took the lead relatively early in this game, and then they just didn't look back. But one thing that seems to be pretty obvious, okay? Northwestern took the lead at the last possible second, if I'm remembering correctly. Maryland took a lead, swelled it out to 19, 20 points. Then it shrunk down. IU took a lead and it felt like it was about 700 points, but then it shrunk down to seven or eight, whatever it ended. Um, but these Big Ten coaches have figured out Purdue. There's no doubt about that, right? The good ones, the good coaches with the athletic guards. So if you want to, Look into your crystal ball. What's going to happen in the Big Ten tournament? Purdue's going to get a double bye. That's set. Okay. When they play a team with athletic long guards, your antenna should be up. If that team has any coaching at all, your antenna should be way up. You're like, uh oh. Purdue's got to put on their big boy pants right now and figure something out. I suggested two games ago that they shuffle the, uh, the starting lineup for multiple reasons. One was I wanted the toughness to define this team because I feel like right now they're trying to allow the things that define them early in the season to continue to do that. And they can't do that. It's not working. It is not working well enough to get out in front of teams and stay out there. They're not scoring points as, hot, as much as they used to. But 
one of the things I, I always say, let's find one little easy thing to fix. If Purdue shoots 80% from the free throw line, I think they're right there. I mean, right there with the margin. Right there. And if they shoot 30% from three, now, you've, now you're in front of IU. Even as badly as you played every place else. Those things are curable is my point. What about um, Purdue's going to play nine, right? It's nine, twelve, or actually no. I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying who Purdue will play in the double bottom. Oh, he's talking about the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it matters. Thanks for letting me rant. I can tell. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll circle back to one other thing. I may go through. I don't know. So many comments. A lot of you guys are angry at each other. Let's not get angry at each other. Let's not do that. All right. It's a, it's a plea from me. Let's not get angry at each other. I've been on Twitter so many times. The worst side of everything is on Twitter because it's faceless. I try not to be faceless. You can see this is my face. Good or bad, it's right here. Let's not let's not eat ourselves alive. Okay? Let's not. Let's not go after each other. Okay? If there's somebody who's anti whatever and you have a problem with them, mute them. Walk away from it. I don't think most people would talk to you that way in real life, although I had somebody do it tonight. Um, but she was an IU fan. So that's a different thing. But um, yeah, it's weird. People have big internet muscles. And um, and when Purdue loses, everybody feels bad about everything. And then we start just backbiting. And it's awful. It's an awful place to be. Twitter is a lousy place to be in general. But it's really bad during a loss or after a loss. I take a step back. Okay. And again, I'll say there's no excuses to be made here. You could say the officiating was bad. Northwestern Maryland, sure. And I tried to not make that excuse then. Sure, officiating was bad. Doesn't matter, does it? Right now, looking through the, the prism that we're looking through, it doesn't matter. Purdue's lost three of the last five. Purdue's played three horrible second halves. They don't finish well right now. Either they're gassed or whatever. Other teams have more in the tank. That's bad. That's a bad sign if you're looking for bad signs. So if you've got good signs, leave them in the comments today. And then, by the way, in case you're wondering, we had a chance, thanks to everybody. We got we blasted through a thousand followers or a thousand subscribers. Thank you. The healthy girls reminded me of that a little bit ago. We had a chance to monetize. And so there are many people out there that think I'm just sitting on a big throne of boiled sports money. And in fact, I'm not. I make none monies from this. No money comes back to me. Um, our sponsors help keep the lights on, keep the web stuff paid. It's minimal. But we had a chance to monetize, so we chose not to monetize. So we can keep the content coming without the censors. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But if you want to subscribe, we appreciate it. If you want to hit the bell, Michael Hogg was saying there was a problem. He wasn't getting notified when these things start. I am really, really pleased that 223 of you guys have tuned in after that game. That's awesome. Props to you. I hope you've been entertained. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you feel a little bit better when you walk away from this, but I don't know if you do. I felt horrible for however many long minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour, whatever it was since the game ended. I just tried to get myself to the point where I could talk coherently and not be angry. I don't see my dad on here. It's pretty late, but he told me he appreciated my last quick cast, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm not going to get into stats tonight, but I'm going to say Purdue is 24 Ben Cotton, thank you for telling my thank you. Thank you. Um, Purdue's 24 and 5. Purdue is in the position where they're going to probably win a Big Ten title. <sighs> they're ahead of schedule. They're ahead of schedule. <laughs> this year was not supposed to be this good. 
But at the same time, we've already seen the chunk of this year being played pretty well, so it's tough to look past that. Tough to look past that. Andy Mesmer, I'm glad you feel better. Andy and I are old pals. Andy and I go back to Kerry Quad. We used to play basketball together on Saturday mornings with a bunch of people. And if you see our Twitter feed, that's pretty neat. I don't. I thought Andy would be in that picture, actually. But a friend of mine was actually in the Purdue hype video at the 11-second mark. A guy that I used to um, uh, hang out with all the way back to high school. He's in that video randomly, which was I thought was really cool. And I put a picture of the whole crew there that was at the at the end of the IU game in spring of 1997. And I surprised. I don't know why Andy wasn't there, to tell you the truth. Andy got some explaining to do is what I'm saying. But I appreciate everyone this season who's tuned in. I hope I help you cope because that's the original reason why I like to do these is helping me cope. And um, hopefully we stay the course. Here's the thing. If you're anything like me, it doesn't matter if you believe or not that they're going to make a run in the tournament. You're probably still going to tune in and you're going to, I don't know, you're going to be cheering for them as if uh, you're going to be cheering. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw somebody's comment. It was funny. You're going to be cheering with, uh, for them, rooting for them, pulling for them, whatever it is, as if you know, you're there and even if you're not and many Purdue fans are going to travel. Um, Let's keep our wits about us, though. Gosh darn it. Oh, I'm talking in a circle. That's about it. Um, so I uh, do appreciate you guys. God bless you. Uh, hammer down. We'll talk to you soon. Regardless, if you're anything like me, you don't have a backup team to, to root for. And you may be feel like I do right now. You're like, dang, nab, why does this stuff cut me up or ring me out so badly? But it does. To the guy who who came after me, if he's watching this, maybe his brother's watching it, came after me on Twitter, and he apologized later. He doesn't get it, though. He doesn't get how much this stuff gets at me. He doesn't. And it's a, a garbage thing to do to come after somebody like that, especially when that person doesn't come after you. So if you're watching. Talk to you soon. God bless you. Have a great morning. We're almost, we're almost to a, a new day. Sun will rise tomorrow. We'll see you.